made it with herbs and spice. Roasted chicken sure is nice. Good morning, David. Good morning, sir. It's almost um, afternoon, but it's good. almost afternoon. Yeah, what are yeah, you looking like? Like ten till? Uh, no, yeah, no, eleven. Nice, 11 nice. It's actually a really nice day here in Orange County. Today. It, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, I know we talk about surfing every time that we open this podcast, but yeah, you almost got on it this morning. But I did. Uh, well, first off, welcome to Memphis Monday. Hey, we're here, well, at Memphis, <laughs> here at Memphis Cafe hey, in Costa Mesa. Finger guns, finger guns. I <laughs> uh, looked at this morning. Pew, pew. A little small. Zap. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> a little small today. Little okay. gutless. I might look at it later on today. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, it'd be nice, kind of nice if the wind kind of turned around and got on it. Water's not too cold either. So Water's 60. Good. So we're sitting here at Memphis Cafe talking about the glories of our industry, our chosen vocation, as it were. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I kind of thought we'd talk about the joys of opening a restaurant, Ooh, Cody. Man. Yeah. Wow. Well. I mean, we've been through this a couple times, varying degrees. Opening restaurants? Yeah. I mean, uh, How many me, me and you have opened what? Two together? We've opened two Wab together. Wobby and the retreat? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I... I opened, I was part, not open my own, with my own money, but I took part in my first opening of a restaurant at 25 years old, 24. Um, so yeah, I, I'm doing that for almost 23 damn. years. I mean, you're 47 now, right? Dude, why you keep saying I'm 47? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so I almost got, almost got 20 years experience of yeah. opening restaurants. Yeah. Um, I actually enjoy it. I actually really like opening restaurants. Um, Maybe it's because I love getting my ass kicked and love coming home feeling like, you know, I accomplished something. But uh, it's not for everybody. I'll, I'll say that. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to take a couple years off your life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Depending on the situation. I mean, you and I had one. and Yeah, that was, that, you know, that's one of like two times you've seen me cry. And the other time was when my brother died. So, yeah, it's like. Yeah, yeah. that was, uh, that was um, <laughs> I think after that is, I mean, I'm not in restaurants anymore. That was my last restaurant. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was that was the that was the straw right there. Yeah, because I think I'm trying to remember. I've opened opened three. Mm -hmm. now. It'd be the District Lounge. No, four. District Lounge Retreat. Okay. Wabi. Okay. And you're uh, on your fourth. Fifth, five, fifth actually, because uh, Proof and Cooper in Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, although that's we right. didn't we didn't get off the ground out there. But you had because, a hand of, in because it. of construction timing, which is what our podcast is about today. Right. The joys of opening a restaurant. But um, yeah, you know, I had a hand in the, the initial research and demographics and rolling out the menu and the footprint of the kitchen and all that stuff. And you know, I think you've gone actually deeper in this one. Yeah, this has been a little bit more more intense for me, for sure. Well, you're in a better place now, I think, mentally and, and physically. Well, yeah, I've been doing it for a while, and physically I feel great, you know, for my age. I mean, you I'm, look great, brother. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, kind of is what it is. So, I mean, in your in your viewpoint, you know, I always tell people uh, twice, as, twice, as, twice as long and twice as much. You know, that's that's my mantra in the restaurant business. I mean, how do you feel about that, Cody Song? What do you mean, twice it's going to take twice as long and cost twice as much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anytime someone says, hey, you know, it'll be open in June. I'm like, you're going to be open in October. They're like, what? I'm like, you're going to be open in October. Come on. Let's not lie to each other. You're going to be open in October. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it just doesn't It doesn't go that way. And if it does, it's buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. You know, it, it just doesn't happen that way. There's always some kind of factor, hidden factor. It's always some kind of variable. Getting permits, getting stuff signed off on is just, that, I mean, that's the tip of the iceberg. Um, God, I've been through so much shit with those things, but um, for some reason, I, I just, 
I, I really like it. I like seeing the, you know, a, a blank slate actually happen and opening doors and, and just looking back and go, wow, we actually did it. You know, there's some restaurants that I've, you know, I feel super proud of that are still in existence. I mean, I did Mahe in Seal Beach uh, and they're still around. Just such a great, I still feel tons of accomplishment for that. Um, and there's some really good friends of mine that, that pulled it off and I love seeing that story, like, you know, happen um there's some other ones that you know are are dead and, you know because you've opened what six now maybe if you count bear flag and... uh you know bear flag was already no no i did the crystal cove bear flag no i i did that like from scratch so i had a i mean yeah i was the driving force in that in that full conceptualizing to the so, to, so you're out you're out at like six or seven openings now right um i think so yeah yeah because you did uh what was the place uh, in long beach too row i did row yeah um i did mahe uh went from mahe i, I jumped mahe i did two years of mahe and then i did tuna town got it and then yeah. <laughs> worst restaurant name ever yeah terrible terrible name um and i think i did truax after that and then we reopened Retreat. Retreat let's, yeah. let's be honest, that was another opening because we, we did it. And then I opened a couple places that never, you know, tried to open a couple places that never happened because yeah. of funding and stuff. So, you know, maybe eight. Yeah. I, I think I did. I think I got eight under my belt. Yeah, because I, I think the, the what always is fascinating about me in the restaurant world. So, I mean, we were just talking about Paulie over at the Bookman. Okay. He had to, and if you, uh, for those of you that are listening from outside the city of Orange or Orange County, you know, the, the Bookman is probably not probably, is Orange County's most legendary uh, used bookstore. You know, they've been in business for 20-something years, and uh, Paul Bonaventure Jr. owns the place. But he had to jump locations. You yeah. know, he lost his lease, and, you know, some other stuff was going on, and had to move locations. So he goes to move into a property that's quote-unquote tenant-ready. Clearly, it wasn't at the time. So he's just opening a bookstore. Right. Like, he's just got to put up shelves and get the bathroom signed off. No health department, no, no fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it took him, you know, he's out five months now, six months, and, and he's getting the doors open now, but it's been a struggle, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I always use that as a reference point because if it's that much of a nightmare just to get a retail location open that just sells books. Yeah. Books don't go bad. You know, books <laughs> don't, you know, it's not a flower shop. We have refrigeration. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a pretty straightforward operation. If it takes that long to get open, I mean, the, the, the parameters and semantics of our industry just make things, you know, way worse. and it's ten times worse. Yeah, and the, the X factor to me is not only dealing with contractors and permitting and the counties, but it's like, you know, you're, you've got all these personalities that are kind of floating around underneath the surface that hopefully everyone's getting along. I think that's the you trick know. is getting the personalities to kind of gel. Yeah, and but, you know, that's like when we were in Venice, I mean, there were some personality challenges up there, you know. Shit. Yeah, and, and I mean, it is what it is, but it's like, you know, stuff was pretty chaotic there. We had some good players on the team and some not-so-great players on the team, people that could deal with stress. You know, Fumi, Fumi was great. You know, Fumi's legend. Yeah. Well, my immediate red flag is when they said uh, we want you to take over something that's been around for 15 years that was my first huge red flag of like yeah that's not for me um, you just don't do that I, I, that's a that's a huge fucking boat to turn around yeah that was my first thing it's like nope I should have listened yeah but the amount of money that was thrown at me was really too hard to pass up and, and you know 
the challenge. Well, and not to mention the fact, like, you know, when we've spoken about it, honestly, Cody, that was a great opportunity, man. It was. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, if nothing else, you know, we were the cool guys on freaking Abbott Kinney for a hot minute yeah. to get the stone and go and surf in the morning. Totally. You know what I mean, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't regret any minute. Uh, there, was some good, of, no, was, uh, there was tons of good that came out of it. Don't get me wrong. But um, the, the initial thought in my head is when, when they laid out all the, like, here's what's going on with this place, and we're going to take this place over. It's been around for 15 years. I went, ah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, it, it sounds like a lot of trouble. Um, and I think I told him, like, are you sure you, you sure you want to do this? And, you know, this is your first restaurant? Are you sure? Yeah. And that's another thing. I don't think I ever will open another restaurant for somebody that's their first restaurant. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, was a bad, it was a bad situation. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty, it was, pretty <laughs> it was fun. I had a good time. I learned a lot. <laughs> what would you say the biggest challenge in the restaurant business is opening? I mean, we're talking, Ooh. you're talking time, money, personalities, product, money. perception. You gotta have the back. You gotta have the money. I mean, you gotta have so much more money than you think. Whatever you think you, you need, you need three times as much. Um, and staff, especially this day and age. I think staff is getting really hard to find now. Um, you're gonna go through so many people, um, so many different personalities, and there's just people that aren't gonna make the cut. And you know, you know let's say out of 50 people, you're probably going to keep 10, maybe if you're lucky. But first and foremost, money. You need a lot of money. Yeah, and, and realize that that you're not going to make that money back in the first year. In fact, if you're open in the first year, you're pretty stoked. That's what I always laugh when people think, "Ah, oh, we're going to be, you know, in a year's time, we're going to be sitting back and laughing and be counting money." I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, no, you're not going to be making money until six years out. Yeah, and and you know that's what always boggled me about a lot some restaurant tours to get into it that come from a real estate background. That you know, at yeah. mo at month eighteen, they're like, "Well, where's my return?" And oh, it's like, yeah. "Well, this isn't real estate. Right. You know, the money you've been paying in hasn't been going to paying off." this thing that you own the money you've been paying in has been keeping it afloat like you get you know you know I always tell people that are rich that I'm like you know I've always wanted to open a restaurant I'm like you're rich like yeah listen you want to stay rich don't open a restaurant yeah like keep your money there's there's you know buy a boat or I don't know maybe it's probably better than buying a restaurant it's just it's it's Oh man, it's such a money pit. And if you don't have any kind of experience in the restaurant or don't have, like, you don't come from a restaurant background at all, your parents or anybody that's gonna kind of tell you and kind of build you a roadmap, it's not, don't do it. But, and and what, what boggles my mind is, is restaurant groups, you know, not only here in Orange County, but all over the place that open multiple locations and they manage to keep them open. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and some of them, to be perfectly honest, some of them are poorly ran. You know, totally. I worked with, I worked for some restaurant groups where I walked in and saw their their organizational structure, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me right now! Like this this is even a functional." There's restaurant a lot group? of people that get by, man. You yeah. know, there's just some there's there's a small amount of restaurants in the country that just kind of they they just get lucky. Yeah. You know, but their days are numbered. You know, if they don't evolve or you know personnel or usually it takes like a really good like on top of the GM to really kind of be the glue to hold together. Staff, like as far as the kitchen in front of the house will come and go, but the GM's gotta be, they're really the one, you know, a good GM, let's, let's face it, a good GM can really make or break it. Well, and I think, I'll kind of wrap up my side of this conversation with this. I think your observation that, that money's always the problem and, and uh, you know, there's certainly, you know, one person in particular I'm thinking of and a couple here in Orange County that, that are, it's kind of like, you know, I went to film school, I have a film degree, right? Okay. 
Everybody that had a film degree in the industry that I knew was working what's called below the line. They were working production. They were working on stage. They right. were writing screenplays. They weren't production. They really wanted to be in film so much they had to take those other gigs to kind of cement their place in the industry. And, and not only that, but they were they were interested in the creative aspect of it. But everybody I knew that was in the movie industry that was in production, like a producer, a line producer, executive producer, they all have business degrees. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the same thing in the restaurant business. Like. I know some some really sharp restaurant tours here in Orange County that own multiple properties, like and are scooping up properties left and right. Mm-hmm. That are like the biggest douchebags on the planet. You know what I mean? Kind of go hand in hand, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they know business. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they don't care about culture. They don't care about food. They say they do, but they don't. And they they're able to, to navigate that space of creating perception and and opening multiple multiple outlets and somehow keeping them afloat. You know, I think managing that numbers game is where that happens. You know what I mean? I, the ancillary, like, hey, are the side worksheets on the wall and you know, are people being greeted at the door or secondary to what's gonna keep the doors open and how how can I use this property to leverage my next property? So to your point, I think I would I would wrap up, wrap up by saying, yeah, I think the money management part, you can get away with a lot on the back end of a restaurant not knowing anything operationally if you have some knowledge of numbers and to be honest, just enough shadiness to kind of make shit work for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so, always a little a little hint of shadiness built into opening a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. So Cody, so I'll let you wrap this one up. I will finish by saying it's not for everybody as far as opening restaurants. It's going to take a, a shit ton out of your life. Um, and uh, if you're not willing to lose a lot of money, then it's not a game I would recommend getting into because it's it, it's a money pit, you know. And you know, even two years is not enough. Like you got to make it past six years to really like be a viable restaurant. And uh, I would I would promote anybody to not do it. It's not for the faint of heart. Well put, not for the faint of heart. Well, thanks for jumping in this one on Memphis Mondays. It's Monday. If you're in the business, we hope you have the day off. And what should you go out and do today, Cody? Well, something I'm going to do today, and that's sharpen my damn knives. I'm going to go sharpen my goddamn knives. It's a great. Actually, I am going to sharpen my knives today. Thanks for jumping in, guys. We will catch you for the next one. One thing's for sure. What's that? I can't wait no more. Tear the meat right off the bone Cause the chicken eater Is on his way back home Kenny Rogers O'Rooney